There was an emphasis in Cleveland Browns OTAs on how important touchdowns are going to be for this team in the red zone in 2022. They cannot leave points on the board like they did in 2021. Quarterback Deshaun Watson should assist with that. We'll give the latest on the Denzel Ward injury and, of course, some Father's Day thoughts from your hosts, Jeff Lloyd and Garrett Bush, on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast. Your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush at GBush91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And, of course, the Barbershop, Saturday mornings on 92.3 The Fan. Uh, Make sure you're checking out the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, Fantastic week this week. Um, they've just been putting together, you know, guest after guest and the topics. I mean, it's a great, it's the perfect blend of fun and information. So if you haven't, you know, make sure that's part of your daily routine, 11 to one. We appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out, whether it's on your favorite podcast app, make sure you're following, subscribe to the show, of course, and YouTube over a thousand subscribers. Now, um, appreciate the support over there, the interest over there as we continue to grow this here video wise with Locked On Browns. Um, going into season six now of Lockdown Browns, the way it's currently constructed, um, you know, just trying to go, uh, you know, more avenues of giving you guys the best quality information and takes we can. Um, as Garrett had mentioned here, uh, Browns concluded yesterday, um, the final mandatory OTA. The team will now, um, be off until July 27th. And of course, this is the fingers crossed period. You know, and as even Coach Stefanski said, the reminder of let's not do anything stupid, the importance of Uber and Lyft and things of that nature. Nobody's telling anybody not to have a good time, but everybody's telling everybody to be smart and safe. Um, with yesterday's practice, and it's been a big, big part of OTAs, Garrett, this is a team historically over the last few years as they've started to find some success. One place where it's not ever translated for them is really the red zone. Um, we see many instances where the Browns get in a situation, you know, first and goal from the three. Next thing you know, here we are, third and goal from the seven. Um, the running game seems to get trapped up a little bit in that area, and a lot of that is due to the fact that there has not been enough success throwing the ball within the red zone. Um, you saw yesterday, you know, some highlights that came from the state, uh, the practice at first energy, you know, getting David Bell involved. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Getting David Bell involved, great reception on a high point, getting David Najoku involved. If you had any questions about whether or not there was going to be a bigger role for David Najoku with this new contract, um, you're starting to see that, but this has been an importance for this team Garrett over the last few years. And look, you get inside the five, and the way you know the NFL is played now, points wise, scoring wise, is certainly in the ASC the way it's played. You get the ball inside the five. I mean, it's a crime to just walk away with three, um, especially when you bring in a quarterback like Deshaun Watson with the mobility that he has. It's just another avenue that you could put pressure onto the defense. This is something. It's not a question of you know 
It needs to be, it needs to improve. It has to improve because you're going to get in some shootouts with some of these really good teams in the AFC. And you can't be settling for chip shot field goals when you are that close to the ultimate goal of six. I think one of the, the reasons last year they struggled a little bit uh, was just simply they they were at the quarterback position wasn't accurate down in the red zone. When the red when you get in the red zone, the field shrinks. So there's there's a lot of different things that happen where you need to be more precise. So there's not enough room to can you know kind of do scramble plays or scramble drills where guys are finding themselves open deeper. Everything constricts. There's more uh, a confined space. Linebackers are now in, in an area where they can get to the to the ball. Defensive linemen are, are taught to get their hands up and even more at the goal line because then, you know, everything you're trying to fit the ball in a small area. So I think last year with Baker, we kind of saw, even when we had guys that were traditionally red zone targets, whether that would be Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., we just never could. I mean, I remember uh, Baker throwing fades and the ball would be in his first row of stands. I'm like, you got to give him a chance to catch it, man. Just get it, get keep it in play. Uh, and, and so when that happens, it automatically is going to kind of uh, clog up your run game. Not too many um, lanes for Nick Chubb down there. They got everybody named mom inside the box. And we've seen it so many times before. It's how simple other teams, when you got you're trying to load up to stop the run on the goal line, simple pass plays, simple tight end, drag routes, rub routes, pick routes, all those things are in play. And the reason they're going to be better with that uh, when Deshaun Watson is able to get on the field is the fact that, he he's going to be able to use his legs. I mean, if anything breaks down, he all you have to do is get to the corner and get to the outside, make a guy miss or something, and, and, and you can get into the end zone. So that's another added dimension that people have to check. Naked bootlegs before, that was automatically we're getting rid of the ball. Now a naked bootleg means now he can score that, right? Now he could go, and if the play breaks down, he could just take off and run. So all those things keep people at bay. Um, you could do a lot of different things. Uh, people don't know when to come out of coverage or who to cover. I think there'll be uh, this year. You'll see David and Joko used a lot more on the goal line. I also think that that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt will be will be more effective because they will have some more space to operate down into goal line because you got so many options and weapons. For me, one of the biggest things, and as we get back to this again, you know, for the millionth time for anybody who hasn't been listening, um, for me, one of the biggest issues with the offense last year that nobody ever wants to talk about was Kareem Hunt missing nine games. Um, Kareem Hunt, and look, as much as we all love Nick Chubb, facts are facts. Kareem Hunt, better asset in the red zone because of the fact that with Nick, you usually know most of the time, if it's going to be in the red zone, they're going to hand the ball to Nick Chubb. He is not as established as a receiver as Kareem Hunt is. When you line up and it's in the red zone and Kareem Hunt is in the backfield, if you are the defense, if you are a linebacker, if you are a safety, you are a signal caller on that defense, it is strictly a 50-50 option. It could be a run. It could be a pass. Kareem is that much established as a two-way versatile type of running back. So missing Kareem certainly hurt in that avenue last year. The other thing is he's really a little bit better rusher than Nick Chubb in short yardage. Kareem is, it's not a knock on Nick. It's just the way things are. Kareem just has this, I don't care how many guys hit me type of mentality. Um, and Kareem, you know, even times where you get nervous, I mean, he will put his head forward. He will put his body forward. He will take the punishment to get that yardage. So you thinking, you know, Kareem Hunt, healthy, uh, hopefully part of most of this 17-game schedule. You bring in Deshaun Watson. Now, 
Now, look, a lot of these, whether it's a designed rollout or not, and what do you see a lot of times at the, you know, within the 10, within the five? All right, the initial reads aren't there. Quarterback starts drifting out. And you get to a position where you put a defensive back. He's in front of the receiver the quarterback wants to throw to. So the question is, now I start challenging that. He takes one step up, right over his head, touchdown. He lays back on a Harrison Bryant, on a David Njoku. I'm putting my head down. Hopefully they turn around get in between the man and me, and I find some way to get his pylon for six. These are legitimate options that you now have with the running ability of Deshaun Watson. Um, the, you know, you think David Bell, you know, his game has never really truly been a big vertical game going down the field. So this is a player that should excel, should be able to contribute more in you know red zone as well. So you're thinking about players, David Njoku, Harrison Bryant, Kareem Hunt, David Bell, you're starting to get the idea of these players that are going to work with Deshaun Watson within the red zone to make it more successful because this is something that held this offense back the last couple of years. And as we know with Cade York, yes, he is going to be a solid kicker for the Browns. But one of the biggest things people talk about with the talents of Cade York is basically his downtown ability. He's a Steph Curry type of kicker. Um, they want to get you know they want to get those three points that they were not getting last year. Ain't nobody signing up for a twenty-seven yard field goal. Nobody wants a thirty-one yard field goal. Look, if the game's on the line or it's at halftime and that's what it's going to take uh, to keep momentum going or you know get you a win, that's fine. But you know this team is way too talented. Is way too well constructed on the offensive side of the ball to be settling for three. You get inside the five, it's got to be automatic touchdowns. And I think that is one of the bigger reasons Deshaun Watson had so much appeal to this offense and to this franchise. Yep, exactly. You bring multiple things to the table. You can run the ball. You could do read option is now available. It's just all about options. Down in the goal line, it's so difficult to score. Uh, you know, it, you need options and you need some creativity down there, whether it's jet sweep motions or whatever. And, and Deshaun Watson automatically holds the backside defensive end. You can no longer crash down and, and, and run down Nick Chubb for the backside or you can't get nosy and, and, and don't contain on, on bootlegs or other different type rollout passes. So now all those things are on the table for us. All those things are on the table for us. And I think it's going to be exciting to see how they work that. Uh, into the game plan and see what what they do new that they didn't do last year. It's all about you know just evolving and, and improving everything. And this is why you go out and you make an investment like the Browns did in thinking that they got you know not a top fifteen, not a top twenty quarterback, a top ten maybe on some weeks, a top five quarterback in trading for the talents of Deshaun Watson on the field. Uh, Denzel Ward, uh, little injury, no word yet exactly what happened to Denzel Ward yesterday. Um, didn't really, wasn't really talked much about it. Um, Greedy Williams uh, missed some time here yet again. We're going to get in the cornerback room here. And hopefully both guys, it's no big deal. But the importance of getting these other three guys some serious reps yesterday, like they did, all that and more coming. Your latest Lockdown Browns, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your host. We appreciate everybody uh, being along for the ride. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including what's left. Shell Stanley Cup, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors, and of course, MLB and the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC straight to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action Bet online where the game starts. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. I want to thank everybody out there for making sure you guys subscribe uh, and definitely uh, giving us that like. And it really helps our channel grow. It continues to get our, our, our Browns um, podcast out to other Browns fans. Uh, continue to download on all of your streaming services, whether you get it on Spotify, Apple, or wherever the case you may get your podcast. Continue to make Locked On Browns your first stop of the day. Uh, G. Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd in the building. Make sure you follow both of us at G. Bush 91 at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, and we will definitely be continue to keep putting out that Browns content over a thousand subscribers. So we appreciate you guys, but we're going to still continue to grind, get that number up as we go into training camp. Now, Jeff, we, we talked about it a little bit, you know, when you heard, when I heard Denzel uh, went out, when I heard Greedy went out a little bit, um, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, <laughs> I, those, those, I, I mean, they were part of the Cam Hamstring a couple days ago, a couple years ago, excuse me. And, you know, Greedy has, you know, one of those neck injuries. And trust me, I got a neck injury, right? Um, it, it, it sometimes is a little more difficult to deal with than other days. Uh, I still got three herniated discs. But when you talk about nerve pain, I know what that is. Am I worried about Greedy Williams? No, not really. I mean, I think these days are the days where you, you you got your DBs out there and you just want to get them to the training camp. At the end of the day, it's the last day. You It's a Friday. It's hot as heck. It, it, it's hot as heck outside. You know, so for me, I think it, it, for me, it gives uh, the opportunity to Emerson and some of these other AJ Green, some of these other guys and get some reps, man. Also, Greg Newsom gives them opportunity to move inside, move outside get to know all three positions, whether you, whether, I don't know. I don't think the Browns play boundary corner or field corner, but um, I know for, for instance, the slot corner is totally different from the outside corner. So give them opportunity to, to, uh, you know, get acclimated and adjusted to that. And plus just want to see what these young dudes can do. That's the great thing about having some depth or, or a little bit of depth at your positions. If some guys do go down or sometimes during camp, you just want to give a dude a day off. You know what I'm saying? You might want to give Denzel a day off. He's a veteran. He's on his second contract. You know what he can do. You know, to a certain extent, you know what Greedy Williams, he has his stuff on film. So the guys who don't have any film, guess what? You can get those guys some reps and get those guys first team reps, which is awesome because you get to see those guys with, with some of the, you know, Miles Garrett in the pass rush and Clowney with the pass rush. Sometimes when you with the twos and you're rolling with the twos, you can look a little worse than what you are based on the fact that who you playing with y'all could be getting gashed in the run you got you you turn the film on you like man my d-line ain't getting no pressure up there he got all they get hey, a jacoby Brissett is, is is picking us apart sometimes when you're in there with the twos you don't get a good look so you know it, it's an opportunity for those young dudes to get a good look and i think um you know moving into training camp i think emerson is gonna pay dividends you know longer bigger corner I think he's going to definitely pay dividends. A.J. Green, they like him a lot. And I think you're going to see those guys work in certain packages so the Browns are comfortable playing those guys in the game. When we talk about Joe Woods and what we know now going into year three, um, you know, similar to me and my affinity of cold beers is Joe Woods absolutely loves his defensive backs. Um, if Joe Woods could find a way to roster 20 of them, he absolutely would. Um, you know, first things first, obviously with Denzel, there is no news to this point. So, you know, hopefully just a freak thing, a mild thing. And if anything, you'd rather, you know, Denzel Ward a little dinged up on June 17th 
then maybe July 17th, August 17th, September 17th. So if anything, maybe with Denzel, and it's always been a little ding here, a little ding there, um, nothing ever major. But if it's going to be a ding here for the 2022 season, hell, let's get it out of the way nice and early before it really matters. Um, Greedy Williams, this is always going to be the case with Greedy Williams, and it's going to be a thing for him probably as long as his career goes. Um, with the impingement and the ailment, there is no correcting it where he is ever going to be 100% over it. It's going to be something that can be managed. Obviously, there's going to be times where it's going to take him out of practice, times where he's going to miss games, which is why you can see where the Browns have gone the route of an A.J. Green, have gone the route of taking Greg Newsom to basically come in and take Greedy Williams' job. Um, and, of course, you know the uh, selection of Martin Emerson this year. Um, you always want to make sure you have at least three good ones. The Browns believe they have five good ones understanding who's in, who's out. The Browns are in a situation where they can keep five quality corners on the field, all kind of bring something a little bit different. Martin Emerson, the rookie, you guys are going to get excited about this. When you start to see it go live, when we get to exhibition, Martin Emerson is a cornerback who likes to bring the noise. Martin Emerson is a physical, physical corner. This can maybe lead to a penalty to penalty or two at times, but you're going to see, you know, wow, who made that hit on the corner? Look at this. It's going to be Martin Emerson getting in, going low, taking out a pulling guard, blowing up a back just because he plays with a dirty, mean, physical presence. He's going to be a fun player to watch. So with the cornerbacks, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's not an ideal situation. Of course, that Denzel Ward leaves the field yesterday. It's not an ideal situation that here is Greedy Williams once again. I believe at this point he probably has his own personal exercise bike. I don't know if they got the number twenty nine, you know, twenty six emblazed <laughs> on it. But Greedy, Greedy's in a tough spot, and you you feel for a guy like this. Um, this is probably what ultimately led to Greedy Williams being a second round pick and not a first round pick, and it's something that he's never going to be able to overcome. It's always going to be an issue for him. Um, most likely possibly his last year with the Cleveland Browns. And we'll see what it leads to him in the future in the NFL as far as you know, what kind of contract he can get. Because here's a guy who was drafted second overall, I believe it was 44th overall back in, I want to say it was 19 for Greedy Williams. And we've never really gotten to see the best of him because Greedy Williams is just, unfortunately, Garrett, just never been a guy who's gotten enough consistent playing time to be able to see the type of player that he truly is in the NFL. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. He, he's never really been – and coming out of LSU, I, I think we got a couple of these guys, Grant Delpit and Greedy Williams. Coming out, I, I felt both of these dudes had, you know what I'm saying, Pro Bowl talent, all-type, all all-American all, all talent, definitely all-American at LSU, and even all-pro talent in terms of what they can do on the field and covering and, and breaking on the ball. LSU, like Ohio State, is known for their corners, known for their defensive backs. And uh, I, I thought that coming out, he had good ball skills. I thought he had uh, some nice size to him. I thought he he was a guy who had decent, you know, good, solid speed. And I, I thought these dudes, especially him and Delpit, were going to be, you know, uh, something to, to, to be reckoned with in the same secondary. Now, injuries, they, injuries are the great equalizer. You never know what you're going to get with injuries. Um, and it just seems like Greedy couldn't stay off the field. He had a bounce back year last year. I was encouraged by, you know, him coming back. I thought he was going to play a little timid, maybe a little shy due to, you know, that shoulder with the nerve and everything. I get it, man. I wake up some days, can't drive because my, my left arm is just numb, right? And so I get – and that's just driving, doing regular stuff. That ain't tackling nobody or jamming a receiver at the line of scrimmage. So I, I, I understand how much of a – um how much of a step in the right what direction it was when Greedy Williams was able 
to get back on the field and play games and finish out the season without being on IR or or significant injury. So um, I, I believe he's going to have a great year this year. I think he is. I think so much so he's going to benefit from the rest of the pieces around him that he's going to price himself out of it. You know, I don't think he'll be on this roster in 2023 because the Browns can't afford to pay um, him and all, all these other guys. Uh, but I think he'll have a good enough year that that some other team will definitely look at Greedy Williams as bringing him in for a top free agent. And the thing with Greedy, and it's not bad to say that somebody might not be a starting corner in the NFL. And with Greedy's situation health-wise, that's probably the way he's going to be viewed. But with the way the NFL is played now, being a third or fourth cornerback, you're going to get paid. You're going to see a ton of reps. Um, and it's a situation where teams are going to be more comfortable. Um, you know, the Browns, with Denzel Ward's extension, um, with a first-round price on Greg Newsom, it's going to be a situation where Greedy Williams is most likely going to find his future elsewhere outside of Cleveland. Um, look, math, business, it's just the way it goes sometimes. And, you know, you got to let go of people that maybe you, you – in, in in the right frame of mind, you, didn't, you wouldn't want to, but there's situations that are out of team's control. And for Greedy Williams, I, I hope him, wishing nothing but the best. Hope he balls out this year and then finds the opportunity, you know, elsewhere, maybe for a little bit more significant playing time. Um, but he is a part of this cornerback room now, which should be a fun, deep group. You've got your stars in Ward and Newsom. You've got a player like Williams, a developing player in A.J. Green. And I'm very excited, excited to see what Martin Emerson can do as a rookie for this team because he brings this presence, like I said earlier, with the physicality that you don't really have from the others in the room. Should be a fun, fun situation to watch for the Browns here in 2022. Uh, Going to move on here a little bit. Uh, you know, Obviously, OTAs are closed. We've got the official dates of training camp and when the open practices begin. I know fans are always excited about that. Get to that a little bit more. Locked on Browns, your host, Jeff Lloyd, and of course, Mr. Garrett Bush. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts your vehicle needs. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Honda Odyssey an LX, an EX? Is it a V6? Does it have a V6 turbo? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only supplier their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-owned business. It's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years years. Their prices are reliably low and they treat you the same way they would treat the chain store. Go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that no me and Garrett sent you their way. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com locked on brown podcast back in the building um we we definitely on our road to uh you know getting this thing together training camp is right around the corner you want to make sure that you get all our live updates you want to make sure that you get every new video that we out to do that please make sure you hit the notification bell so you're alerted of all the new videos we drop and by the way this is daily we, we don't take summer off. We don't got no summer off over here, over this way. We do it every what single day. What am I going to do? Day. Hang out with my kids? They don't like me? Yeah, we, we, we family time? What is that? We, we, who does <laughs> that? Who does that? Um, but we definitely appreciate all you guys, and it's going to be a wild ride this year. Now, we, we, OTAs have wrapped up. Now it's looking forward to training camp. This is the part of the year where I was, I'm, I'm not looking as a former player. 
I I, I kind of don't look at this fondly because to me, I'm just got in the back of my mind. Oh my goodness, this is I gotta run. This is gonna be take camp. This is gonna be hot. This is gonna be heavy. Um, but I am excited now that I'm on the other side of it to, to get training camp started. Um, so much we've been talking about, you know, obviously we'll continue to talk about the whole Deshaun Watson thing. But um, when camp starts, that means we can lock in and actually get to some football. We can be talking about some of those things that are going on. And right now, uh, I, I think the Cleveland Browns, um, for the most part, are public enemy number one. Um, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I mean, I. You know, I, I don't got no problem with it, you know, because for 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 me, um, I've as a Cleveland Browns fans for so long had to listen to everybody else talk about, you know, them being good when Ben Roethlisberger had different stuff. They was winning championships when when Kobe Bryant was had his legal trouble. They was winning championships and raising that trophy. They're all kind of I can give you countless case after countless case. And I don't know why, you know, at this point, the national media wants us to, oh, we're going to put our head down and we're not going to wear our colors because you guys should be embarrassed about what's going. No, no, we're not going to be embarrassed. We still got Nick Chubb. We got Kareem Hunt. We still got a lot of ball players over here. And the reality of the situation is we've been a laughing. Don't usually like, you guys are the laughing stock. You, well, we've been the laughing stock. Ain't nothing changed over this way. We've been <laughs> we've been the laughing stock. So, like, like if you think you're going to talk us off off the ledge here. You're not going to do it, bro. You're going to have to play us at one point in time, and then your narratives can be over because legal troubles don't last forever. I just want to let I want y'all to let y'all know that out there. They don't last forever. At some point in time, the Cleveland Browns will have their whole team out there, and then we shall go out there and see who's the best team and get it done. Trying to tell a Cleveland Browns fan, um, oh, shame. <laughs> When has it anybody been anything other than shame? Talk about yeah. And you want to know what? Rocking the brown and orange has never died. And look, for a certain part of this fan base, look, I understand this is a move that not everybody is one hundred percent on board with, you know, due to what happened. But a lot of people ain't gonna bail now. You've been here for zero sixteen. You've been here for never smelling the playoffs. You had no idea what January football even existed. Um, so, you know, for anybody that thinks that, you know, for a lot of this fan base, that's it, or they're going to duck their head in the sand. It's just it's not the way it's going to be done. Uh, training camp set to begin July 27th for your Cleveland Browns. July 30th will begin. Um, there will be 11 open practices this summer. I know it's always been um, an exciting thing. And I know for Browns fans, this is bigger than most NFL teams. Um, not as many NFL teams draw for open practices the way the Browns do. Um, the fact that it's basically where it's located, you basically pull in and you pull, it's not like you got to go, you know, two hours away to some college campus, some of that nature, um, located pretty conveniently for fans to get to great setup, bunch of fields, uh, you know, bleachers everywhere, you know, good thing for the kids to come out. The players are always very, very engaging with the fans in attendance, obviously the, um, with the puppy adoption that goes on every year. That's always one of my most exciting things. I, I just love seeing a picture every day. And the best part you see is usually the player holding it. And then the next thing you know, the player's kind of like texting his wife or girlfriend, like, uh, we got room for this dog because this thing's yeah. kind of cute or whatever. So it works out that way. But just, you know, the Browns do a really, really good job with this and certainly, you know, make it fan-friendly, um, supportive and appreciative for all the fan base does for this team. And the Browns really go all out as far as you know, making this a quality, quality experience for the fan base. And, you know, kudos to them, hats off to them. Um, you know, what you worry about this time period is, this guy, you know, just nobody screw up. 
nobody get injured. And as Garrett said, it's difficult here because as a football player, you get to this point and you're like, all right, I've got, you know, it's time where I can have some fun, but I still got to get up every day, 7.30, 8 a.m. Because if I'm going to work out, I, I, I'm going to do it before it gets extremely hot. So I got to find a way to get in the weight room. Then I got to get some running in. I got to get some agilities, but I still want to have some fun. So, you know, and yep. it, it was always tough because you were the guy, you know, you'd be out at the bar, at the club, at the party with your friends. And it'd be like, oh, man, it's 1130. This place is getting pretty cool. All right. We out, boys. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's 1130. <laughs> you know what it is. Six o'clock. Seven, yeah, seven o'clock yeah. comes early. Yeah. Nice looking girls start rolling in. And guess what? Yeah. Me and the boys, we got bounced. Yeah. We got to be out right, 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 right early tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, you get to live basically Friday night and Saturday night. That's what you get as an athlete this time of year for your football player um, because it's a commitment. It's a grind. And. You cannot, you know, put yourself in a position, you know, where you come into camp behind the eight ball. It's not like, you know, it's not like years ago where you came into camp and it was like first day of school. Hello, Bill Smith. Nice to meet you. You need to come in. You need to come in way ahead of schedule. Uh, the tablets that are given to the players, and they're not dumb. This has gone in since college. Those things are monitored. They know how much you were on there. So guess what? You show up and you don't know your assignment on this, or you only do is like. All right, well, let's see. He needed to be at 75% on the tablet. He's at 30. No wonder you're behind. You're not confused. Right. You're not doing what is asked of you. you ain't in the book. You're getting paid a boatload of money, Garrett. You better stay on the tablet. You better know your assignments. Um, it ain't one of these things where you can sit down if camp opens the 27th and the 25th. All right, let me cram real quick. It don't work that way, man. It's got to be something you got to do every single day because when you get out there and they ain't got time for it, you get out there, you were not where you're supposed to be, Guess what? I got seven other wide receivers. And guess what? He may be the ninth wide receiver in camp, but I'm going to put him out there if he at least knows what he's supposed to be doing. There's no free rise given with this. Uh, I do want to get to this before we close it out. Obviously, it's Father's Day weekend here. Um, to all the listeners who are fathers, uh, you know, obviously want to you know wish you guys a happy Father's Day. Um, everybody, you know, to to your own fathers, uh, friends, and family who are, um, you know, make sure you know you reach out to all of them. We weren't here for Mother's Day, so I'm not. I'm not dissing the moms here, obviously. Right. <laughs> You're all a bunch of fantastic ladies, and none of us would find our socks in the morning if it wasn't without you. Um, for me, this would actually be the third Father's Day without my dad. And, you know, I, I've always been open about this stuff and the personal stuff that's gone in my life over the last few years. Um, it's it, it's still difficult. It, it's never easy. You know, like a weekend like this sucks as much as it is Father's Day for me. As everybody knows, I have two teenage daughters. Love them to death. It's always been a secondary thing to me, um, and it's it'll probably be a secondary thing for me for the rest of my life. Um, you know, my father left unexpectedly, so you know it's one thing to deal with a long ailment, or your you know so your father passes from old age, and maybe you get to a point where you want to know what he's so messed up. Maybe it's time for him, you know, to be in a better place. It, that was right. not the situation for me, and it sucks. Um, actually, I went yesterday. This is something I've been trying to do for years, and you know, sometimes just finding the time. So my wife finally did it. I, you know, there was a tattoo I had in mind. I put together. You know, my wife finally said, "Well, you got no choice. Uh, Thursday, you've got an appointment. It's paid for. Get your butt down there." Uh, so I went and finally did that. Just a way to, you know, so you know, keep my father even closer to me. I can look down at it on my forearm every single day. Um, and it's not that I don't think about him, but you know, I'll, I'll take as many reminders uh, as I can of him. My father, Jeff Lloyd, um, and it's kind of ironic. Uh, I have two older brothers. Um, <laughs> my old boy, well, I had two older brothers. My, my brother Wayne passed away. My brother Greg, I was the third of his fourth sons. I was the one named after him. So, uh, you know, he's like, I don't know if I ever want to name one after me. So I guess maybe they only had two names. So by the time it got to the third son, ah, I guess we'll just call him Jeff or whatever is the way it worked out. Um, but pops think about you every day, miss you. 
Love you. I know for Garrett, obviously, you know, you know important weekend for him. Family is always important with everybody. Uh, but go ahead, G, here, and then we'll start uh, putting a bow on this, putting a pin in it, wrapping it up. You know, um, you know that's a that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful story, man. Um, you know, you told me when you was going to get the the, the tattoo, I was just like, man, that's dope, man. And and it's just a, a great way uh, of remembering um people that are special in your life, especially your father. I was just shout out my dad, um, you know, Ronald Bush. You know, he's always been my biggest supporter, man. I'm just you know happy that he they got to see me do things and, and live out you know what my dream is to you know be in this industry and. And to kind of do some of the things that I'm doing right now, but you know, if it wasn't for him instilling some of those things, and you know, let me stay up at, or, on the Indians West Coast trips back in the day, or <laughs> you know, being in the car, being in the car, just listening to sports talk, and, and just being a diehard fan. I mean, he was my coach for baseball. You know, taught me a lot of different things. You know, from just even you know shooting basketball or just things like that. Man, he was you know probably been the biggest influence as far as my sports career, my life goes. So I just want to thank him for what he's done and, and just continually um, support me throughout the years and, and definitely appreciate him, man. So a uh, happy father's day to him. Uh, and again, to all the fathers out there. And one other thing, my father, zero interest in sports, but always, and even most of my family, like maybe a casual glimpse. Um, I was a three sport athlete growing up. You know, my mother, we spent, you know, almost all summer. I literally remember mornings of, you know, baseball practice, uh, AAU basketball in the afternoon and getting over to a football field, <laughs> you know, my mom and everybody, you know, my brothers and sisters joking, well, you, your mom just loves you. But no, me and mom just spend so much sticking time together. We know each other like the back of each other's hands. Um, but my father was always, you know, supportive and, you know, he knew that this is something I never you know, took lightly. It was something I, you know, it was truly a passion of mine. There was no, you know, he understood that. And, you know, he encouraged my love for it, even though maybe necessarily wasn't his thing. I would actually, I'd be stoked to actually see what he thought of where we are now with this show and everything that's going on. Um, but I know he's looking down, um, you know, and I know he's proud and I know he's looking at my daughters and wondering, wow, uh, you guys did pretty well for Jeff as your father. Um, but again, everybody enjoy the weekend, make it great. And here's the other thing, guys, if dad doesn't want, everybody assumes dad wants to grill on father's day. Make sure you're right on that one, all right? Because maybe Dad don't feel like firing maybe, up. Maybe he, ain't, maybe he ain't on that type of time. Exactly. Take your dad out to eat. Take exactly. him out to maybe eat or something, man. You know, there's an assumption that maybe Dad, if it is Father's Day, you know, just like everybody said, oh, Mom, what's for dinner on Mother's Day? Not to work that way. Maybe Dad don't want to man the grill on Father's Day. So make sure you, you're going to approach that the way it needs to be approached. Oh, uh, We got to a bunch here. Uh, camp ending. The Browns. Um, OTA is ending the Browns emphasis on red zone offense here. Something that drastically needs to improve for this team to be able to score with the upper echelon of the ASC. Uh, talked about the cornerback position. Hopefully the, uh, the word back from Denzel Ward will be minor. He'll be ready to go come July 27th. And just you know, getting into training camp, you know, expectations over the next five, six weeks. Garrett and I will be here every day. Uh, there'll be days where we're going to go through player by player on this roster. Uh, what's expected of them? You know, some players maybe where are we nervous about? Maybe the drop-off is going to start to come out of said player's career. And then, of course, uh, you know, uh, Father's Day wishes to everybody. Um, enjoy it. And, you know, look, uh, you know, for those that maybe are away from your parents or away from your father, do everything you can because I'm going to tell you, you ever lose somebody unexpectedly. The, the million things that are going on in the back of your head is if I had done this, if I had done that, trust me, that is something you don't want on your conscience. So with all of that, folks, this has been your daily delivery of all things dog pound. Oh, wait, make sure you're following G Bush 91. Make sure you're following at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, everybody for the love on YouTube. 
Could not be more thankful. Uh, podcast form, whatever your favorite platform is, make sure you're following, subscribe, five-star ratings, written reviews. And with that, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.